the Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Not an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, oh, that's a very good question. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky team. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Hi, this is Gretchen Whitmer, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Anyway, 
And I guess it's just another Tuesday Hey, welcome back, uh, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner uh, program, and we continue uh, our uh, Memorial Day edition of the Tom Sumner program with best-selling author John O'Neill, whose uh, recent op-ed in The Hill sheds new light on a recent spate of mysterious liquidations among uh, Russian oligarchs and is in in many ways a uh, companion to his new book, The Dancer and the Devil, which was released in uh, April and already a bestseller on Amazon in Espionage True Accounts, in uh, biographies of uh, espionage. Um, Anyway, John joins me by phone. John, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, Tom. I'm, I'm particularly... Happy to be on your show and have it broadcast on Memorial Day. I had uh, I had many friends who died in Vietnam where I was, and so Memorial Day is a special day for me. You know, it's interesting. Um, earlier on the show, we were talking with somebody who uh, was was sharing uh, the accounts of uh, a World War II uh, pilot in. Um, and, and and some of the things that happened in the Pacific, because we hear, you know, about Europe a lot when we reflect on World War II. But why is it important to follow the goings-on in Russia, for example? Why would Putin care whether the rest of the world knows he's a, a, a an autocrat? Well, what's really... From the Tom Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. Sorry we went sideways there for a little bit, um, but uh, we're going to press on. I started this hour out with some uh, some music, a song called Just Another Tuesday. And um, <laughs> if you're familiar with live radio, this is kind of Just Another Tuesday. But we're going to be talking with a uh, guest this hour who is the author of a book called Flight of the Rondoni. And uh, he is originally from the south side of Chicago, an Italian-American singer, songwriter, author, and founder of San Rocco uh, Therapeutics, and the uh, composer of the music we heard opening up this this hour um, on today's show. His name is Patrick... Gironde, and uh, he joins me by phone. Hi, Pat. Good morning, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, 
thought I was going to have to substitute. Now we were having a little trouble getting connected, and I thought I was going to have to substitute. Not a problem. Not a problem, Tom. But um, but I have but I have the real thing, the re- the real guy. Um, now I didn't say the whole name of the book, which is uh, Flight of the Randoni. High School Dropout versus Big Pharma, The Fight to Save My Son's Life. Can you explain a little bit what, what that means and, and the word Rondoni? Sure. Um, because I'm, I'm a little confused how a, uh, a singer-songwriter with five albums out ends up starting a medical effort. Sure. So I'm, I'm born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I lived the American dream. Um, I was on the Oprah Winfrey show twice as a guest. First time rags to riches. I was in Playgirl magazine uh, as one of America's most salvageable bachelors with Sylvester Stallone and Magic Johnson. Um, and uh, even though I didn't graduate from high school and I had some problems initially as a, a youth with the police, etc., I ended up... Um, on the exchanges of uh, Chicago and then eventually New York, etc., uh, I made some uh, money trading, and uh, that's how I ended up on Oprah. And I actually uh, got married and, and had my first child in 1990. Uh, in 1992, he was diagnosed with a very rare blood disease called thalassemia. We were told that he wouldn't live to be 14 years old. Um, at that time, I kind of just threw myself into finding a cure, and uh we did experimental medicine in uh, San Francisco and Oakland uh, in 93. We um, ended up doing a clinical trial. I paid for all of it for uh, 38 patients in Italy where the disease is more prevalent. In 97, 98, and 2000, I met a researcher uh, from uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering, a great guy named Michelle Settlin. He had invented the gene therapy that cured six generations of thalassemic mice. I threw all of my power behind him and in uh, 2005 we licensed his product um it went forward and in 2010 basically was sabotaged um, we delivered the in 2010 the world's first uh, batch of commercial gene therapy for sickle cell disease and thalassemia i said sickle cell disease because thalassemia and sickle cell disease are cousin diseases they're both defects on the beta globin gene and that's basically how i ended up um, in this uh, battle um, the Rondone is a bird that flies up to 140 miles an hour from South Africa. It comes to Italy, our town, and lands, uh, lays its eggs um, in you know the cathedral roofs and a lot of the old uh, edifices. Um, but the thing about it is, it's a very short bird. Um, you know, it's maybe five six inches long, but the wingspan is about uh, you know 18 inches. So that creates a problem if the bird, when the bird lands, it always has to land on at least 20 feet in the air so that it can throw itself into the wind and take off. Because if it lands on the ground, there's no way for it to, to uh, you know, uh, bat its wings. They hit the ground. So, And in our town, when they do fall, they collide sometimes. And when they do end up on the ground, we all know that we take the bird in our hands and that we you know, reach down between our legs and we shoot it up as high as we possibly can, hopefully giving it enough uh, altitude that it can start batting its wings and live. And through all of these years, it's now, you know, 2022, basically 30 years after my son was diagnosed, I've been picked up so many times. And even before, I mean, uh, a black judge named Clarence Bryant, when I was 16 years old, said, uh, 
look at Pat, you're either going to jail or you're going to the military. So I went to the military. But so many times I've been saved by so many wonderful people. And um, uh, that's where Flight of the Rondoni comes from, because I d depict in the book, you know, 10 times where people have literally saved my life. Now, what about getting um, basically T-boned in your efforts to launch a gene therapy? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, whether we want to believe it or not, it happens more times than not. I mean, um, the health, you know, uh, health care used to be a service, and it slowly but surely in the 80s and the 90s, sometimes around when Gordo, sometime around when Gordo Gecko said that greed is good, it basically turned into an industry. And, uh, you know, whether we're talking about Vioxx, you know, which saw the untimely deaths of 60,000 Americans because Merck lied about um, it creating problems, you know, heart attacks and people that took it. Or we're talking about Paxil, which, you know, created the suicides of 100,000 American adolescents. And it was hidden that, you know, it created suicidal thoughts and they got fined $3 billion in 2012. Or we're talking about the latest one, which is the opioid uh, epidemic going on that's created by the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. You know, they have $14 billion, and in the end, uh, you know, they're going to make a deal to pay $4 billion of it back, and nobody goes to jail, and they all go to the country clubs. And in the meantime, the epidemic has killed, you know, over a million people. So, you know, things like what happened to me where <clears throat> my product, which was assumed was worthless, all of a sudden was worth big money, and then the corruptorations come in, and the banksters basically, you know, um, there's a lot of wonderful people in business in the United States, and there's a lot of wonderful people in healthcare in the United States. But unfortunately, it just seems that uh, recently, um, you know, the biggest important thing is uh, the dollars and the shareholder and, uh, you know, how far we can get our shares to go up. And in fact, the company that uh, basically sabotaged the product, Bluebird Bio, they were trading at $230 in 2018 with a market cap of of uh, 12 billion today they're trading three dollars a share and uh all the time the ceo nick lashley etc they all knew that we had a better product they all knew exactly what they were doing so not only was my son defrauded or all patients with thalassemia and sickle cell disease were defrauded but so were all of the people that put their hard-earned money in the bluebird bio were defrauded um the the ceo the board um third rock ventures they all knew that their product was inferior, they all, and they, in fact, uh, went in, sabotaged our product, stole off it, tried to replicate it, and then went forward, you know, putting on their ties and going to their meetings and getting their accolades for being pioneers in gene therapy, etc. Um, and this is basically what happened. We do have the product returned to us today, and we are moving forward. But um, unfortunately, these these stories. Mine, mine, I guess, you know about because it was in the New York Times. It was Bloomberg, et cetera, et cetera. But unfortunately, they happen often. Pat, I need to take a short break here, but I want to talk a little bit about your music, and I want to talk about this some more um, because this was considered an orphan disease, and then all of a sudden um, it, it, the, the gene therapy has value, and I want to talk about that too. Can you stick around for a little bit so we can talk some more? Yeah, sure. I got a hard stop at, at 1025. That's all I need to tell you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I can get back on another time. There's no problem. Well, we're going to take a short Hi, break, but we'll Farner, be back with more right after the this. Tom Sumner program.
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. Do you ever feel like you need an attitude adjustment? Are you wishing there was a magic pill or a new app for your mobile device? Why don't you try live local music? Music can make you dance, bring back fond memories, inspire you to be more creative, whether you attend a child's school concert or recital, go to a local symphony concert, visit local bars and restaurants that feature dance music, sing-along piano, or jazz and blues. Music could be just what you're looking for. Supporting live local music is more than a way to support your local artists and economy. It's a great way to improve your own quality of life. Support live local music. This message is brought to you from the Tom Attorney General stuff? Listen, I have a legal question. What is it, Mom? I just got a call from the water company. Apparently, your father has not been paying the bill. I guess they're going to turn the water off because we owe more than $1,000 now. Can you believe it? Actually, I can't. So, listen... We just have to send them $200 in edible arrangements gift cards, and that will keep the water on. Now, here's the legal question. What is the website for edible arrangements? Mom, it's an imposter scam. Imposter scam? Is that .com or .edu? No, the call was a scam. Scammers will pretend to be a government agency or a utility company or someone else you might do business with. A big red flag is if they tell you that you can pay them using gift cards. So when in doubt, ask for the information to be sent to you in writing. And never give a caller or someone you don't know your personal information or your money. If you do suspect an imposter scam, report it to my office at mi.gov slash agcomplaints. Okay, all right. And Dana, where do I file a complaint that my daughter hasn't visited in over a month? Does your office have a website for that? Okay, Mom, I'm hanging up now. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection.
Hi, this is Deb Cherry, Genesee County Treasurer, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Radio Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We continue our conversation with Pat Girondi. Uh, he is the um, author of a book coming out next week called Flight of the Rondoni, High School Dropout versus Big Pharma, The Fight to Save My Son's Life. Uh, Pat, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Sorry to make you sit through all that. No, no, thank you very much. Um, Pat, now I know you've got, uh, we've just got a few minutes left with you, and I want to make sure we talk a little bit about, if if this was considered an orphan disease, thalassemia, which is also known as Cooley's anemia. It's a a cousin to, um, as you put it, to uh, sickle cell anemia. And it was considered an orphan. And then all of a sudden, you come up with a a, a treatment for it. And And it's big money. Yeah, and it's big money. I mean, if this was such a big deal, why weren't people already working on it? I guess that's my question. Yeah, yeah, so orphan diseases in the United States are any disease that has under 200 patient populations. So sickle cell disease, even though it's a large disease, it has 100,000 patients in the United States, it's still considered an orphan disease. In 1983, they passed the Orphan Drug Act which, you know, tried to get these, and we call them orphan diseases, the rare diseases, because the big pharmaceutical companies weren't investing money in them because there was no upside for them. Then um, the Orphan Drug Act was passed in 1983, which basically said, you know what, if you um, work on these orphan diseases and you get a cure, you can have exclusivity for seven years and you can charge anything you want for, to, for the cure. Well, back in 1983, nobody ever thought that people would think of charging a million dollars for a drug. Well, now today, for example, Blue Bird Bio is trying to get approved and they're going to ask $1.8 million. So, um, you know, it kind of evolved. And when I started, nobody believed in gene therapy. I, we were one of the pioneers. And all of a sudden, in 2010, gene therapy is on everybody's lips. It's very sexy and it sells at Wall Street. And that's why the, the whole project ended up being sabotaged. We were actually victims of our own success. And you ended up shifting gears. I, I mean, you your career was primarily in in music and show business. Yeah. And then because of your your son being afflicted with this, you went into medical research. Who does that, Pat? <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know what I think, Tom. Tom, you know what, buddy. Uh, you know, I was lucky. Um, um, we grew up like most people without a lot of money in the United States. And I grew up when there was really no such thing as victimization. You know, you didn't feel sorry for yourself or anything. I went through uh, things. A lot of people went through things. And kind of when we were growing up, it was a different mentality. Instead of getting on the programs or television and, and screaming about how you were abused as a child or something like that, you put everything behind you and you try to become a better person. Um, and I think even today, 99% of the people believes that that's the way you do things. And I was just more fortunate. Um, I was lucky to make a lot of money, uh, in the stock market and I had it to invest in my son. And I think any parent would do the same thing that I did, uh, it, except, you know, parents are truck drivers and parents are secretaries and parents are software workers and they don't have the wherewithal to do that. I was just very lucky. How did your and, and son I'm fare sure- through all this? He's a, he's a champion. Um, you know, he was hooked up to a pump for five, six, seven years, 18 hours a day um, to stimulate his hemoglobin on a um, 
uh, how we call it, a uh, experimental uh, drug. Um, and he never complained once. He goes to transfuse bloods every 20 days. He never complained once. He's a lion of a man. And I always say, my son doesn't, he, he is not a thalassemic. My son is a person with thalassemia. And, and that's it. And I can say that for a lot of patients I met over the years. But he's just wonderful, Tom. And he's 32 years old today. And he owns his own restaurant. And uh, everything is beautiful. That's great news. Pat, um, I know you have to go, but can I at least get you to share with listeners, as I do with all my guests, someplace where they can find out more about you, the book, your work, past, present, and future? Do you have a website you can share? Sure, patcharandi.com, um, my name, or sandrocco.com, our website for our uh, pharmaceutical company. And uh, also, all you got to do is Google Patrandi, you'll find a New York Times front page, New York Times article, Bloomberg article. There's 40 articles written about our, uh, written about our, uh, you know, product, etc. So, and and if anybody reaches me by email that has orphan disease or a rare disease in the family, I'm more than willing to try to help. Over the years, we've helped dozens of people find clinical trials, find uh, centers of excellence close to their home, uh, get in touch with researchers, etc. And I'm more than willing to help do that for anyone who reaches out to us well pat thanks for spending this time with me and keep up the good work all right god bless you thank you very much and uh i hope people uh can learn something by my book and enjoy it all right take care thank you bye that was uh, pat gerondi and uh, the book is called flight of the rondoni high school dropout versus big pharma the fight to save my son's life this is a fascinating story because as he said he made a lot of money in the stock market he um, was uh, uh, an italian-american singer songwriter and then um, his son was uh, diagnosed with this disease that's a sort of akin to sickle cell anemia called thalassemia or Cooley's anemia and so he took some of the money he had and invested uh, in a company founded San Rocco Therapeutics and um, they started working on a treatment and and then uh, along came Big Pharma and and uh, basically ripped him off for it and the book is all about this this whole chain of events and I had hoped to have a little more time with Pat uh, to chat but um, oh well it's it's live radio and that's what happens but I do have queued up a couple of songs and we opened the hour with one that uh, was one of Pat's and uh, here's uh, we're gonna have a couple more here but um, but we'll uh, We've, we've still got lots more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. So enjoy this music by Pat Girondi.
non ci fermerà l'ignoranza buio ti costringerò sempre a crederci se l'amore cura amo siamo un due e non ti perderò guarirai resterai vinceremo questa guerra te lo giuro tu sai già che ho dentro me la speranza di salvarti e salvami noi manderemo via questa malinconia siamo in cerca della nostra verità non ci fermerà l'ignoranza il buio ti costringerò sempre a crederci se l'amore
I'm your man when you need a helping hand. 
Remember the night mom was pounding on her drums. She called me to her side. She said, Son, you're growing up. Pretty soon you're gonna drive. And Daddy heard the commotion and came came in tap dancing, playing his six string. And they both looked at me and they said, Son, before you get behind the wheel of a car, you listen to me. If you're texting while you steer, don't drive. If you've been drinking beer, don't drive. If you're talking on the phone. Your tires are bald and it's starting to snow. Don't try. If your foot can't reach the pedal. Don't try. If you're wearing no apparel. Don't try. If you took an illegal prescription. Don't try. No one understands your addiction. Don't try. Don't speed, don't read, don't read, don't tweet, don't shave, don't rave, don't wave, don't eat. And don't put no makeup on or shave. You know you're not supposed to do that. If you gotta do something you're not supposed to do You can go ahead and step on my blue suede shoes Ah, go ahead and scuff them up If you're driving with your knees Don't drive If while you roll you eat Don't drive If you don't know how to drive Don't drive If you've been psychedelicized Don't drive If you're kissing on your boo Who's kissing on you? Don't try. If you've been drinking at a bar. Don't try. If there's guns in the car. Don't try. Don't groom, don't shave, don't tweeze, don't nurse, don't voice these things in your ears or rummage through your purse. Ugh. Don't do that. Huh. If you won't do something you're not supposed to do, you can go ahead and talk on my food man chew. Go ahead, I don't care. Watch me tear. If you feel like a nap, don't try If there's a pooch on your lap, oh, it's dangerous and creepy. If you're feeling really wired, if your license is expired, don't you drive uh, around the town. Something you're not supposed to do You can go ahead and step on my blues way shoes Scuff them up Then go ahead and pull on my Fu Manchu Yeah If you want to do something You want to do something that's good If you're feeling like any of that stuff Don't drive Make sure you got a clear head Ow Ugh. Hello there, citizens. Darkwing Duck here. And every time I'm in Flint fighting crime, I always stop by the Tom Sumner program. Don't forget, stay dangerous. Darkwing Duck out. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. 
Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. Cloth or disposable? Paint or wallpaper? Yellow or green? Babies come with lots of decisions. Crib or bassinet? Rocker or glider? So when it comes to protection against diseases, go with the safest, most effective choice vaccination to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases like measles meningitis and whooping cough that's why nearly all parents choose it stroller or carriage basketball or soccer so get all the recommended vaccinations for your baby by age two for more reasons to vaccinate talk to your child's doctor go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800 cdc info Justin or Justine. Immunizations help give you the power to protect your baby. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hey, why are we stopping? We're going to be late for the show. Mom, Dad, we got to get gas. Not here, you're not. This place is charging an arm and a leg. Look, these days, price swings of 30 or 40 cents per gallon aren't unusual. But when a gas station charges a price way above the price at similar stations, that could be gas gouging. Michigan gas stations sell the correct quality and quantity of gas most of the time. But when a station does try to illegally take advantage of drivers, my office is here to stop them. Stop Attorney General and we got a concert to get to! I hope she doesn't sit next to us. Narc. This is Attorney General Dana Nussel. If you have information about potential gas gouging, call my office or go online at michigan.gov slash ag. Put those away. We're at a gas station. This is U.S. Senator Gary Peters, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program.
is a type of meeting place has grown up throughout the country which is called a coffee house. There are many uninitiated people who have never been into a coffee house, I being one of them. Uh, we are seated now at a table across from which is a man uh, who seems rather depressed. Uh, uh, sir, uh, you, you are depressed. Uh, uh, would it be getting too personal to ask you why? I'm not pretty. You are depressed because you feel you're not attractive. I'm not attractive. You're not good-looking. No, I'm not. Well, what would you say, sir? That's why I'm I... mainly depressed. Well, may I, may, I, may I say something to you, sir? Yes. You are a very attractive person. You're as attractive as nine out of 15 people I know. <laughs> you're very kind. But you are. You're not you're an unattractive very, person. You're very sweet. But I, I know the, the truth, and I face it every morning. You're a good-looking man, sir. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. <laughs> Oh, 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 I see. Oh, I, I, I beg your pardon. Uh, we'll, we'll go over to one of the other tables now okay. and see if we can speak. Uh, Goodbye. Thank you very wow. much, sir, uh, madam. Madam, um, there's a gentleman sitting here wearing a pair of Levi's, a nicely laundered T-shirt, uh, looking very much like an actor. Uh, I might describe him as looking like a cross between... Uh, Marlon Brando and Joanne Woodward. <laughs> I, I want to explain that. You do have blonde hair. May we sit and talk with you, sir? Uh, if you are so uh, in your mind, too. <laughs> yes. Was I right, sir? Was I right? Are you an actor? Yes, I uh, have to be a uh, lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think... <laughs> I think, sir. I think you... Can I check you on that? I think it's... Uh, you mean thespian. Well, uh, is that what? Thespian. Thespian, actually. Thespian. Yes, yes. I'll never get that wrong again. <laughs> uh, sir, who is your... Who do you consider the greatest actor we have in America today? The greatest actor in America is Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> I think she's well, she's a, she's a great actress. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean an actor-actress. I mean that she knows what she's doing up there, you know? Well, who else do you like? Who would you pattern yourself after? I would pattern myself after... I love that picture, The Fugitive Kind. I loved it very much. Very much. <laughs> so, uh, so you're trying to I tried to uh, be like Brando with my T-shirt and just look uh, very much like Joanne Woodward, who I love very much. I love her. Well, you know, usually when people... I also look a little like the producer. I love him, too. <laughs> Marty Giroux. Is that again? Mar Marty Giroux. He produced that picture. You'll notice my shoes are exactly like his. <laughs> I love that picture yeah. that much well, sir, that I, I became everything in it. <laughs> I see. Sir, I think I made a mistake. You're not an actor. No, actually. I'm not an actor, well, I'm but, I'm, but I love to hang out here. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure speaking. Well, it was a pleasure almost to be an actor. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I've got to wend my way through the crowd. Oh, uh, good luck on your wending. <laughs> and goodbye. If I can do anything for you, you just call upon me, sir. Can I talk to you now? <laughs> no. No. Okay. okay. I understand. You have to go to other people yes. on the record. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that. All right. I watched you before in the coffee house. All right, ladies. Goodbye. So long. I hope I'm an actor. <laughs> We're going to a corner of the coffee house now. Uh, on the walls surrounding this table are many, many paintings. There's a gentleman sitting here with a palette, palette knife, some brushes, some oils, and I imagine that he is the gentleman who painted these paintings. Am I right, sir? 
That is correct in your assumption. <laughs> and the painting... Uh, you are totally correct. Uh, the painting... And impeccably dressed, if I may say so. Thank you. Thank you very much. A lovely tie. Thank you. Gradually blending into the color of your suit. You are always interested in color and design. Color is my life. I am color. Your name is... Uh, what is your name, sir? Corinne Corfu. <laughs> Corinne Corfu. Uh, you are yes. Greek. I hope I am Greek. I would like to be Greek very much. Well, you're, that is a Greek name, and you have a Greek accent. Yes. Well, then perhaps I am. <laughs> well, don't you know your don't you know your derivation? No, I do not know uh, my derivation. Gypsies stole me as a child. <laughs> a band of gypsies. And you were brought up where? I was brought up in the Persian Gulf, right here in Miami. <laughs> It's the Persian Gulf. No, it's a gypsy tea house. The rest are called I, the Persian Gulf. I would like to talk to you about your paintings. Now, yes, you certainly may. It's my life. Color and art. I are, love art. They are very unusual. I notice that... God bless you for your perceptions. <laughs> I notice one... You also... Uh, you sculpt, too, I notice. There's Main, some, uh, sculpting and painting. All the arts. Uh, there is a, a metallic sculpture there that is very interesting. Yes, metal, metallic. What do you call that? It's just a series of wires uh, in a grid-like effect. What oh, you, you mean above the door? Yes, what do you call yes, that? Yes, that's called the air conditioning. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I did not uh, make that. No. The, the feathers, the feathers company made, but it's very beautiful. Yes. Your paintings are very abstract, I noticed. Yes, but they don't blow air out. So <laughs> like um, the, the machines. No. May I ask you about some of the paintings? For yes, instance, you certainly may. That painting there that is entitled... The Gull on a Hot Rock. Yes. Now, I don't see anything on that but a bunch of little specks. Yes, well, I saw the gull on a hot rock from over five miles away. <laughs> oh, I see. I was see. standing on a cliff. That's why I painted in the perspective, the three little dots. Now, uh, getting closer, sir, I'm, uh, may I examine a little more closer? Certainly, not too close. Yes. yes. Now, that is not paint those dots. They look like, that's, those are flies. Yes, sir. they are. They're flies. But you didn't paint that. Those are real flies. No, I took them, uh, caught them in my hand until the air was out of their bodies and they died. <laughs> and then I... Uh, you pasted them onto put them? little dots of blue and put them on the dots. And, and they represent the gold on the rocks. I had to kill them. If I had not killed them, if they were not dead and glued to my picture, <laughs> then I have no picture. They fly away, I got nothing, Charlie. I see. The dark. Well, I excuse you. What are you going to buy? Well, sir, may I ask you about this particular abstract? Yes, they're you mainly impressionistic, post-impressionistic, yes. pre-impressionistic, and impressionistic. Yes, this one is more of a, an academician type of painting. No, it's not. Well, for instance, it's very graphic, it's very graphic. Yes, it's, it's very graphic. The, it's very graphic. The, <laughs> it's a draftsman-like quality. The spaghetti looks like spaghetti. The limp salad looks like limp salad. And the garlic oh, bread oh, looks oh, like garlic bread. Oh, oh, no. That's not a picture. That's my supper. <laughs> I, I, it happens to be resting on a frame and in my easel. Oh, that's my dinner. I eat that. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. sir. It looks... Do you like... Wait a minute. Do you really like it? Well, it is. Do you think it looks like the a... The composition a is rather... Of, uh, yes, I thought it was thickly painted. I tell you what. <laughs> if you really like it, I can lacquer it up and give it to you for 40 hours. 
No, I'm afraid, I'm no. afraid I wouldn't want to take your, deprive right. you of your supper, sir. How about just a coffee and cake? <laughs> Maybe not for $20. No, sir. I'm... Give me a dollar and a half for the coffee. <laughs> sir, I'm really not interested. Give me 40 cents, you can have it. All right, here's 40 cents, sir. All right. Thank you very here's much. coffee and cake. Nice working with you. Yes. I hope you come in again. I will, sir. God bless your can tie. I... I don't want the coffee. No, sir. you want the picture with the flies? No, you just keep Give it. me a dime. <laughs> you can have it. I kill more flies. What the hell is it? <laughs> All right. Goodbye. In a corner of the coffee house, there's a gentleman sitting with a very, very strange instrument on his lap. Uh, sir, may we speak with you? Hello. <laughs> uh, what hello. is your name, sir? May we get your name? Uh, my name is uh, Charlie Grape. <laughs> Charlie Grape? Yes. Uh, do you perform here at the uh, coffee house? Yes, uh, on occasion I do, and then they, uh, they kind of get mad at me, and then I don't. I think I can get permission for you to play for us. I'd Wait, like. To... Can you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. It's the first time I've ever gotten permission here. Just kind of. We'd certainly like to hear a sample of your music. Certainly. Let me just get tuned up. I'm trying to find an A here. There it is. There's. <laughs> Got it. First shot out of the box. My A. Now, what are you going to play for us? Uh, twenty-two men. All right, for the record, 22 men. 22 men, here we go. Sung by Charlie Grape. Here we are. (laughs) I get mainly A out of it. I don't get more than A out of it. 22 men fell down and hurt their knees. 22 men fell down and hurt their knees. 22 men fell down, down to the ground. 22 men fell down and hurt their knees. Would you like to hear the release? Do you have one? Yeah. Now, 22 men fell down and hurt their... That's not a release, sir. That's the same as the... uh, Yeah. Bridge. Okay. Okay, how about another completely different song and a new tune? Yes, I'd like it. Can you make it up on the spot? I certainly can. It's my best part. This is extemporaneous. Yeah, whatever. 22 German soldiers hurt their knees. (laughs) 22 German soldiers... I think you know that, too. It's very similar to the other one. Yeah, How does it differ? It differs in the fact that the first 22 men were not German soldiers. (laughs) Well, is this a... The second 22 men are German soldiers. Well, it's the same... Can you play... It's the same uh, that they hurt their knees. That's right. You caught me there. Yeah. Can you sing that. something completely different? Okay. Completely different. You know, the uh, the Calypso balladeers make up songs right on the spot, topical songs. Yes, they Can do. Can you do that? I'll try to. Okay. Okay. 22 Calypso men. Is that what you meant? No, I meant something topical. Something topical? Yes. I'll try something topical. Let's see what's happening in the world today here in our great nation. Got it. Big Dick Nixon hurt his knee. Big Dick Nixon hurt his knee. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
Hi, I'm Alexander Zanjic. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Tom Sumner. Tom Sumner. 